Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to another week of Brand Lover. I am very excited to introduce you to a a beautiful friend of mine called Christy Pask. Um, I've known Christy for a number of years and been able, I had the pleasure of witnessing her transformation, um, which we will chat about further. I will sort of leave you with intrigue there. Um, So come on down, Christy. Hi, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for spending this time with me. I like, I truly appreciate it. Um, I know that you've got a lot going on at the moment um at time of recording there's mm-hmm. just like half of Australia's in lockdown and and yeah so I, I really appreciate that no um, happy to be here thank you so tell us about you tell us about Christy not just from a business perspective but give us like a snapshot of your life and and your business is obviously included in that um mm-hmm. yeah I just would love to sort of share your beautiful self with the world Sure. (laughs) Thank you. Gosh, where do I start? Um, I guess without taking up the entire podcast episode speaking (laughs) about my life story, um, I grew up in regional Victoria um, and after high school I studied interior design. I then moved down to Melbourne and then relocated to Sydney with my partner. So we are currently in Sydney now. Um, I have two gorgeous little boys. I, gosh, where do I start? Okay, so I studied interior design to start with. and I didn't know that. There you go. That's another little surprise. There you go. I actually went into, so after working in that sort of field for a little while, I actually went into magazines um, and that's actually where I began my marketing career. Um, So I am a marketer now of almost about 15 years. Um, I have been working for myself um, and sort of more consulting sort of work for about five years now, actually almost six. Um, Yeah, so we're located in Sydney. I have two gorgeous little boys um, and we are actually in the process, um, and you actually don't know this yet, Rachel, of um, relocating back to regional Victoria. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, we will be back there at the end of this year. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, is your family there? They are, they yeah. are. My family oh, is still there, which has been a big, I guess, you know, with everything that's been going on the last two years as well. Yeah. Um, we live in a different state to them. Um, yeah. And a lot of our friends that we've grown up with and some of my nearest and dearest friends are still back there. Yeah. Um, so it's been really hard not to be able to, you know, just have that freedom to get back whenever we want and see the people that we love the most. So yeah. we have made the decision to relocate, yeah. um, which is really big and scary, but also really exciting. Um, well, you're no stranger to big and scary things, which <laughs> that's true. Into a little bit, so you'll be fine. Um, but I think you're right, you know, like just this whole past almost two year period, I guess, if it's highlighted anything, it's really highlighted what's most important to us, hasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's and really my, exciting. 
yeah, my relationships and my friendships, I definitely think are the thing that I, you know, hold the most dearly and that I value the most. It means yeah. the most to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that, yeah, if I can bring those people closer to me or I can move closer to those people Yeah. Um, and, you know, have my parents around and, you know, have them, the boys grow up with them close by will be really lovely too. So, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank Very you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we're just having a bit of a social chat here. Um, so you said you've been in business for nearly six years. Yes. Tell us a little bit about, so why did you start your own business in the first place? We'll get into the details in a minute, but sure. what, what sort of, what was the catalyst for you? So I had always wanted to work for myself. Um, I am a multi-passionate creative, I guess you mm -hmm. could say. Um, I, so when I was in high school, I was working in retail and I had this dream. I was like, I'm going to own my own store. I want to own my own retail store. It's going to be a women's fashion store. You know, I had this dream. And then as I grew up, that's when I then went into interior design. And I really had this idea that I wanted to open my own interior design studio. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I guess I was carrying around a lot of, I can't do that. I'm too young. I don't have enough experience. So I just kept working. Yeah. Um, and I think throughout my entire career, I had always had this I really want to work for myself but I always had sort of told myself that I wasn't ready mm -hmm. um, you know I didn't have enough experience it wasn't the right time you know I was scared that I wouldn't make any money and that I wouldn't be able to do it mm -hmm. um, all of those sorts of things and it was actually by um, I guess I don't even I was dragged along not dragged along kicking and screaming or anything but I was <laughs> taken to my very first um, professional or personal development event which was actually a Tony Robbins event oh wow so, yeah my husband was actually into it and he's like do you want to go and I had no idea what I was in for yeah so I was like yeah all right like if you want to do it then I'll do it you know I'm happy yeah. to do it I don't mind like no biggie yeah um and I went along and it was a four-day event here in Sydney and honestly it was the moment it was the thing that changed my life I guess the course of my life mm -hmm. and I guess it really highlighted for me there the type of life that I wanted to create for myself what I wanted my life to look like and I guess highlighted for me at that point that that wasn't what my life was looking like you know I was working in a job that I did actually quite enjoy and I think that um, I get quite passionate about things and I really pour myself into it you know I was the first one to arrive at the office the last one to leave every night I was yeah. working you know really hard and but ultimately I had always this thing where I really wanted to do my own thing um, so it was in 2014, I actually decided to resign from my job, my full-time job, um, which I know is against what everyone tells you to do. Yeah. So <laughs> you did that before you started anything. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So I was just like, I just have to go all in. I just have to do this. I have to make it work. Um, and I guess I was in a, in a fortunate position where I had savings so yeah. that I knew that, you know, if it took me a little bit of time, then you know, I had money to back me up, but also, you know, I had this, just this change of heart, I guess, where I was like, well, if it doesn't work out, I'll just get a job again. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It, but I just have to give it a go. Cause I guess the way I was working as well, you know, I felt like I, you know, I was sort of trying to start something on the side, but I was working so late and living in Sydney, I'm up in the Northern beaches area. I was working down near the airport. So it was taking me over an hour to get to work and then an hour to get back home from work. So I just kind of felt like I didn't really have the time to do it. And I guess I just, yeah. You know, yeah. So I just decided to, 
go all in, just quit on the spot. <laughs> and um, I finished my full-time job at the end of the year, like yeah. you know, Christmas. So we closed down for yeah. Christmas and then, yeah, that was it. Okay, then what? And then what? So <laughs> I was really fortunate, actually. I um, So at the time I actually, so previously from my magazine career, I had a lot of connections back there. Yeah. Um, and I had been speaking with the, it was actually the editor of Bride to Be magazine um, mm-hmm. who I used to work for. And then she knew someone else who had a, a business that was looking for a marketing consultant type event manager mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I actually started the year with, consulting work straight away consulting contracting work and I was doing that just a couple of days a week and I actually decided to open up my own online kids clothing store um didn't know that okay (laughs) (laughs) so I went into the new year with um I like and I hadn't opened the store yet I was going through that process of you know working out what I was going to do yeah um yeah and then freelancing and consulting basically on the marketing front as well so Wow, you you're not lying when you say multi-passionate. <laughs> Which okay. has been as yeah, I think sometimes it works for me and sometimes it definitely feels like it works against me. But yeah. Yeah, because yeah. when I sort of met you and we've never actually met in real life, but hopefully that changes no. at some point. Um, but definitely. when I met you, you were um a branding photographer so when did that like how did like just this I'm just so fascinated by this whole evolution because it's in stark contrast to myself like I just for example like I I discovered what a graphic designer was when I was 12 and that was it I was sold that's it that's my path went off to uni did that you know that whole thing Yep. And so, you know, yes, I'm creative in other ways and I have hobbies and, and that, you know, like, you know, I love my like fine art and I mean, have other interests, but um, for work, like that's been it. So this is very fascinating conversation for me because it feels so brave, you know, like it just feels like such a, so scary to just like to, to try your hand at so many different things. So, so from, child children's boutique and um marketing consultant to Mm -hmm. branding photographer like how did that sort of happen because Um, I know that you've even evolved from there but at the time like I think you were still doing marketing that's right yes yes and I have marketing consultant sort of that sort of side of thing has been the one thing that has been with me since the day I left my full-time job yeah um so I I had the store for about three three or four years and it had sort of gone in a direction where I just wasn't really feeling very passionate about it it Mm -hmm. had moved in a direction that I didn't really want it to go yeah um and you know things just changed so I decided just to close the doors on that and just to decide where I wanted to go I kept the marketing consultancy sort of side of things Mm -hmm. and then I was thinking you know how can I what what can I do that can complement this that I'm you know is something else that I can bring into the mix and that's where branding photography makes sense yeah so I did a photography course I bought myself a camera (laughs) and I started putting myself out there as a branding photographer yeah Um, I started doing like some product shoots and a little bit of personal branding type stuff as well on the side um as well so that's basically where that came in um and 
it was kind of always, I have to admit, it was something that I sort of had dabbled in, but it was never my full-time thing. It was just something mm-hmm. that I did. It was another little creative outlet. Um, all while at the same time, I was still technically, I guess, you know, I had um, my youngest, Flynn. He was only, I think I was still on, technically on maternity leave with him when I started. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, that's where that came in. <laughs> I feel like the more I'm talking about it, I'm sounding a bit indecisive because then I <laughs> decided that that wasn't the direction that I wanted to go. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's also fascinating from a branding point of view because, you know, like we work so hard to get clear messaging and, um, be known for our one thing, I guess. And so I'm just interested into, you know, how that worked for you and how, how you've consciously taken the steps towards because now like you've let go of that um the branding photography and you really have niched like you've sort of found your your niche haven't you like you've sort of found your groove in you know like in um you know in who you're serving I guess for one thing and how you're doing it um because you've now focused and I've sort of seen you in the last couple of years um sort of I guess up level yourself even in your knowledge so that you can pass that on to your clients so um tell me a little bit about that and you know like the evolution of that how you consciously make took those steps if it's something that you know you were intent on working towards um this is a really long question (laughs) no no that's good (laughs) so start let's start there because I'd really like to um to discuss though you know like the mindset challenges that come along with up leveling as well you know um so yeah let's just start with how you've sort of progressed from this multi-passionate to really being focused on what you're doing Sure. So I guess it started with the marketing consultancy sort of work that I was still doing. So I was doing a lot of freelancing and consulting back to businesses. I was doing a lot of the marketing work for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started to get a lot of questions from people who wanted basically help to do their marketing, help with their marketing, but they didn't necessarily want to pay someone to do the marketing work for them. Um, And I loved helping these people, this sort of, I guess, where this passion sort of really started to ignite in me. I had always known that I loved to help people and that I wanted to help people do something, but I kind of never really felt like I was, I'm going to say qualified, and I don't necessarily mean like professionally certified or qualified, but more just like, who am I to be giving this information to anyone? Why would anyone want to know from me? I'm no expert. You know, I just never yes. really, that was, I guess, a bit of a mindset issue for me as Absolutely. well. Like, I'm not an expert. You know, I would yeah. see all these people who had multiple six-figure careers who were, you know, heads of global marketing for certain things to me. I was like, no, no, like, they're the expert. That's not me. I'm not the expert. But I guess in terms of marketing, creative small businesses, I had become a bit of, I guess, an expert in my own right there. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. That's where I then sort of started to niche down a little bit further there into actually helping creative small businesses market their own businesses and helping them use social media and you know email marketing and all of the different you know marketing touch points that we have from digital to basically in person um you know those traditional marketing yeah as well because that's where I started you know I started in print um 
Yeah, before I remember, um, you know, when we were building, I was working in a, in magazines, and we were building up our Facebook page, and we were like, oh, this is ridiculous. We were posting three, four times a day. We were posting cat photos, dog photos. <laughs> you know, it was really like because it was that chronological feed. Yeah, um, you know, and now actually oh, the brand that I'm referring yeah. to, they have multi, like multiple millions of followers. But at the time when I started with them, we had five thousand. Um, so this is going back a long time and we like we were thinking oh what, what how's this going to work you know yes I remember that same so... transition <laughs> yeah it's changed so, yeah I yeah I come from that whole traditional space as well like, yeah that print yeah like we would you know I remember when I first started you know in marketing you know we would print brochures and flyers yeah and, yeah, we would do letterbox drops. That's and it. All of that You'd be sort of doing your, um, your mailing, you know, like the um, distributing like direct mail to That's people. That's right. Yes. Um, I remember oh, I'm just taking over here, but because I, no. I started my first business, I was 23. I can't even remember what year that was. But the first thing I did, like I didn't even have a website. I rang up the yellow pages. And got my free listing in the yellow pages. Like that was what you did. That's what you did. And that, right. I actually got business from that. Like people would call and inquire. Like and, and today, funny. in this day and age, that just seems so foreign. You I know, know. Like, could you, you imagine have, putting <laughs> putting you your phone number down anywhere now? Website anymore? Like it's just it's insane the amount of change that we've seen. I feel like an old lady yeah. now, but. I know. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> no, I, I would prefer yeah. to be here than have, having to be back there and have to learn everything again. It's all Absolutely. Good. Your gray yeah. hairs and wrinkles is fine. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so that's, yeah. that's really where the, I guess, where this, I guess, next step for yes. me came from. Yeah, was that really sort of loving that, diving into other people's businesses and it was yeah. more of them that I was like I don't know if I want my own business in the sense of this children's western I think I want yeah. to do something where I can help other people with their businesses it sort of seemed to be a bit of a zone of genius for me yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah yeah okay so <laughs> all right so let's talk about the specifics of of how you because you know because you know you read your bio and you're an um like an NLP is it practitioner is that what that's right yes and um you know like I'm reading on your website like hypnosis and time therapy and all these Mm -hmm. things that like to me but um I don't actually really know understand or know what they are so I think it would be great you know to talk about why you decided to go down that path initially um Mm -hmm. you know like how that's helpful in your work and how that's you know assists your clients and how you work together for from marketing point of view um and what they are I guess more specifically just to help um listeners understand um them at a deeper level I guess Mm -hmm. sure so this sort of all came from I guess that wanting to help other businesses but then wanting to be able to do it in a way that wasn't just it wasn't just about strategy because what I could see is that you know the best strategy in the world will never work if you don't have the right mindset And so many people were really struggling with being able to do the things that they had set out in their marketing plans because they just didn't feel confident. They didn't want to be visible. They were, you know, procrastinating and they were sitting on tasks that should be taking them, that should be getting out the door really quickly. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just, 
that perfectionist in them, I guess, that really stopped them from doing the things that they wanted to do. Yeah. So this is why I then decided to jump into a coaching certification. And with my coaching certification, that's also where I studied NLP hypnosis time therapy and tapping as well, and um, EFT tapping. Uh-huh. Um, so basically what all of those help us do is communicate directly with the subconscious mind. So your conscious mind is, you know, that critical thinker. It's what stops you from doing, you know, the things that you kind of want to do. It's the thing that makes you stop and go, oh, is this something that I should do? You know, that's sort of in control of that. Whereas your subconscious mind is where all your beliefs and your values and all of those things that you've stored from your life, those automatic habits, they're mm-hmm. in the subconscious mind. So you might think that you want to do something. You think I'm going to do that. You consciously make the decision that you're going to do something, mm-hmm. but then there's your subconscious mind, which then goes, no, we're not. <laughs> and it sort of just holds, you know, it doesn't necessarily say hold you not, but it's like, no, because if you do that, then this is going to happen. We don't do that. That's right. not something that we do. We're going to be uncomfortable. We're going to be seen. Someone's going to judge yeah. us. So yeah. that's why I really wanted to be able to do that and to dive in deeper. So I use um, hypnosis has been one of my most favorite, (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense, Um, I guess modalities and the tools that's really helped me to overcome a lot of the things that I struggled with. So I really struggled with in the beginning, being visible was a really hard one for me. I was really anxious about that, you know, putting Mm -hmm. my face to my brand and talking on stories and, you know, actually being the face of my brand and building that. And it was this whole, you know, every time I'd film a video, I would feel sick for Mm -hmm. hours after it had gone out. I was waiting for someone to say something negative to me. I was thinking, you know, what are people thinking? What if my mum and dad see this or Mm -hmm. no friends and things like that? So um, very relatable. Yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with that one. (laughs) So, um, you know, hypnosis was one of the things that really helped me and NLP that really helped me sort of push past that. Um, And I guess change those beliefs and change those, you know, the thoughts that were sort of making me the thoughts that I was having around that. So Mm. that now I generally, to be completely honest, like I'm sure that there are people judging me like no doubt there's always oh, judging absolutely you. of course yeah. it's a natural human thing I think absolutely. Like it's very difficult to not judge people especially based on your own opinions or um, That's expectations right. even. yes absolutely but I think even though a part of me goes well I know that people are judging me of course they are like there's always mm. someone out there judging but there's mm. actually another part of me now that goes well I kind of think, like, I know that it's in my head, like, well, no one's judging me. My mum and dad have both seen my work and they're so supportive. You know, a lot of my friends and family have seen what I'm doing and no one said anything negative. It was all just me in my own head, you know, going, everyone's going to judge me. I can't do this. I can't do that. Yes. And I, so it really helped me to get over those things um, and move through them and then actually take the action that I really wanted to take, but I just couldn't seem to get there. Yeah previously yeah yeah amazing and I I sort of like when I said (laughs) when I said that of course people judging you I didn't mean it in like your parents or you know or that people (laughs) and you know like I think that we just subconsciously judge um anyway but we you know like it's only I don't know no one's gonna like go and actually type something really mean or anything you know like I don't from that perspective do you know what I mean like right (laughs) the thoughts that we're having about ourselves you know that's 
oh, people are going to think that I, I look like an idiot or that I sound like I don't know what I'm doing. You know, these are the things that we're probably more projecting than yes. you know, anyone else is having. Um, so yeah, I think absolutely. Really and then it's the same thing, you know, if someone's watching you and they go, you know, they've passing judgment of some mm-hmm. sort, you know, that's a reflection of them and it's actually got yeah. nothing to do with you. And I think it's about learning that, which is really what hypnosis and NLP has really taught me. So mm-hmm. hypnosis, I know a lot of people think is quite scary. Um, you know, yeah. that it's mind control that it means, you know, you're going to be clucking like a chicken. You're going to fall yeah. asleep. And you're not going to have any control over yourself. Yeah. Whereas, you know, stage hypnosis, I, to be honest, I don't know how much of that. I think some of it is, you know, obviously works and is true. And there are incredible people out there that can do these weird things. Yes. Um, however, I haven't met anyone that can do that. Um, the person that taught me hypnosis certainly can't do that. Um, <laughs> hypnosis is really just, it feels exactly like meditation. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what that it feels was, like. I was yeah, going to so, ask you. Yeah, so we just all we are doing, so we just want to get into a nice, deep, relaxed state. So, you know, when we're up and about, you know, our brainwave is on the beta, the -hmm. beta or beta, however you want to say it, you know, that brainwave. Whereas when we go into hypnosis, you know, we take it down to the theta, which is just a much slower brainwave, which is just that relaxed feeling. So the difference then with meditation and hypnosis is um, hypnosis really has, we go into it with an outcome. So, okay. we, you know, we go in, we go into that relaxed state and then we actually build into, then once we start, once you're that relaxed, that's when we can start communicating with the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. But this is then when we start to, you know, we insert like a therapy, it's like a therapy sec- section is what it's called. Yeah. Where, you know, I will have interviewed you and you will have told me all about, you know, so let's say we're working on confidence and you'll say, when I feel confident, this is, you know, this is what I'll do. This is what I'll be doing. This is who I'll be with. This is what I'll see. This is what I'll feel. And we'll go through all of those things. And then I'll write a short therapy session session there Mm -hmm. that will then I'll deliver basically to you in your words, because I won't change your words, that then speaks to that subconscious mind, basically. And then it basically just, you know, rewires and, you know, those neural pathways and it just embeds into the subconscious mind that this is possible for, you know, this is that this is true. Yeah. So that then when you're back into that alert, awake, everyday state, your thoughts and patterns and things will begin to change because you'll, you'll remember, no, I am confident. Yes. Yeah, no, no, I am confident. I can do this. I am capable of that. And we just, we're changing that subconscious mind, basically. <laughs> Sorry, I hope that. Yeah, no, I thought that was, yeah. that's an incredible exp- explanation. And I think that, you know, that's actually sounds like a really beautiful therapeutic experience rather than, you know, the like society's sort of, um, uh, I guess, learned, um associations or whatever with hypnosis like we were chatting before we started recording and that was exactly my that's exactly my perception of hypnosis is like literally like cartoon eyes with the swirly bits going around (laughs) and like you know feeling very sleepy that's it the little bit of the watch and you know like segments on (laughs) hey hey it's saturday with the watch and like people just like getting up and doing things and like doing silly things and then not even remembering what they'd done Mm -hmm. um so that this what you're explaining is incredible like it's like totally different to that 
And, yeah. you know, the fact that you're awake and alert and you still, mm. you know, you're still aware of what's going on. Absolutely. At um, any point in time, you can open your eyes, sit up, yeah, move any of your limbs. Um, but honestly, when you are doing it, it's like meditating. You know, when you just, you go into that really relaxed state and almost, yeah. it's almost like your body feels too heavy. Like you don't want to move it anyway yes. because you're just so relaxed. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's what that is. So it's a lot of fun. And yeah. Honestly, every time I've come out of a hip, like a hypnotherapy session like that, I just come out and I feel, I feel good. I feel yeah. light. I feel happy. I feel, I just feel good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like rested and relaxed. Like That's I imagine. Right. Um, yeah. I'm sort of thinking like, I'm sort of in my mind, like comparing it to like the end of a yoga session when you do, you know, when you do that deep relaxation where you just, yes. you know, and then the yoga instructor says, you know, start wriggling your fingers and your toes and you're like, no, I know. <laughs> no, I it's can't so do that. Relaxed. I like, are they moving? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't remember how to do that. I feel so <laughs> heavy. Like you feel like you're actually melted onto the mat. That's yes. sort of, yeah. So if it's anything like that, sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, oh, just, and just even just the way that you're, um, like the way that you're speaking about these things and what you're doing now, like your whole, like, you know, like, your face is just lit up and you know like you like you, it just oozes happiness from you so I'm really excited for you, you. And, you know even just to see how your journey and to this point and what's going to come next is yeah I just I don't know I've it's been a pleasure to sort of I guess walk alongside your path um, oh. my own business path um, but would you say now that you sort of feel like you're following your true purpose after sort of trying a few different things and you know then finally going this is what I'm meant to do yes I definitely think so this it feels really good for me it feels I get it I'm excited you yes. know whereas previously I kind of felt a bit like oh what am I going to do you know I've got to organize something, you know, I need to make money and, you yeah. know, all the and it was that real sort of push and force. What can I do, you know, sitting and thinking about things. Whereas now it's more, I'm really excited. Um, yes. And I love the people that come to me that want to work with me. And I feel, even though like, as I was saying, like the multi-passionate thing, sometimes I feel like it works for me. And then sometimes in my earlier yeah. career, I was like, why can't I stick with anything? You know, I, yeah. I just need to pick something like everyone does. And then, you know, move up the ladder that's the way it's supposed mm -hmm. to work but I keep swapping and changing um so in where I say it works for me now you know I've tried so much and I've done so many different things that when these creative people come to me these creative business owners I'm like oh yeah like I know that industry or I've done this yeah. you know like I've, I have you know I've obviously you know I've just sort of touched in a lot of different little areas that I can go oh yeah like I get what you're doing I know where you want to be I understand your ideal client or I understand yeah. the industry to some degree so yeah in that regard I do go it's actually kind of good that I I tried a few different things <laughs> absolutely and I yeah. think everybody's journey leads them to you know to where they're going next and you know sometimes there's a reason for for things and obviously that's yours yeah. but I guess it would also be incredibly rewarding um, for your from your point of view like having that creative mind where you you're you know you're wanting to do lots of different things to actually experience that through your clients yes like absolutely. it's not actually you having to go and try making all these different businesses but you can be part of what you know yeah. what they're achieving and still get that um like that reward I guess Absolutely. And I feel like my 
I guess like the thing that I really love as well that I had sort of discovered through a little bit of study Mm -hmm. um, and things that I had done is that I really do I love that creative industry, but I do really love to, I guess, be a bit more strategic and come up with ideas and look at how we can make it grow and what we can do and like looking for the opportunity as opposed to being the creative. Yes. So I feel like that really works well. Like I do love it and I I get it and I love what they're like. I can see what my clients want to create and where they want to go, but I can get really excited about like, oh my gosh, think about all the things that we can do. We can do A, B, C, D, you know, where do you want to go? Maybe you should do. I'm I'm exactly the same with my clients. I'm just like, oh, you could do this. You could do this. You could do this. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. I love being part of the journey with them in that regard and it's so often you know they come to me because they're not necessarily marketing minded um they know that they want to grow their business that they're you know they're Mm. amazing creatives Mm. um, but they just need that help you know in actually doing that strategy stuff and yeah those other things and then you know developing the mindset as well that's going to actually help them succeed in that area you know breaking yeah. through fear of visibility and that being that's, confident yeah exactly and that's the thing about um starting a business or being a business owner is that like you start a business based on something that you're passionate about and you believe to be your purpose for whatever reason and you know like especially like just say for example it's it is a creative business it's like mm-hmm. you don't automatically know how to market a business or set up a business or do the accounting or there's so many things that go alongside the actual core offering or product Mm -hmm. that it's just so important to get help in those areas. And it's something that like, I don't think, you know, until you start living through it. So that was a really good, um, good point. um, Absolutely. Yeah. So just to, to wrap up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> what would you say to someone um, like a, 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 maybe someone who has been in business a short time and is finding it difficult or she's getting, you know, she's held back by her thoughts like these imposter syndrome or in comparison, what would you say to someone like that who was experiencing those sorts of self-doubts? Um, I think oh, it's it would depend, I guess, exactly what, was sort of what they what where they felt that they were being held back Mm. Um, I guess like without going into asking them specific questions but I think the number one thing is you have to believe that it's possible before it becomes possible if that Mm. makes sense so you know you have to believe that you can do it you have to believe in your success for it to to be able to take those steps forward yeah um I think it's, you know, we're our own worst critics at times um, and it's really about taking a step back and actually asking yourself, is this true? You know, Mm. is this true or is this just a thought that I'm having? Um, And I think that, you know, when we're really deep in that, we do believe that it's true. Mm. Um, You know, we believe that those thoughts that we're having, you know, I like the one I hear all the time is, um, you know, I suck at marketing. And I'm like, you don't suck at marketing. (laughs) You actually don't suck at marketing. Um, It's just that, you know, it's when we're going into business and we are new, you know, we are, like you said, we're wearing all these different hats that we've never even tried on before. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think one of the things that's very true about business is, and look, everything in life really is, we don't know what we don't know. 
And then the more we learn, the more we realize that we don't know. And then yeah. that can make us begin to feel. So when we start a business, you know, we feel really excited. You know, this yeah. is, imagine what I can create. You know, this is going to be great. I'm going to start a business. And then you get in and then all of a sudden you realize all of the things that you don't know mm-hmm. that you probably need to start getting across. And then that's where the self-doubt sort of really starts to dive in as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah it's so true and it's like the other thing is I guess um like when like no one's going to be good at anything the first time they do it no ever at anything like even if you end up being an incredible something or other like the first time you do it it's going to be rubbish it probably will be it probably will but one thing I find to be true as well it's funny I actually have looked at some old content that I created video content. And I remember this was the stuff that like I put out and I was like, to me, I was like, I look like it's forced. It looks awkward. I don't speak well. And, you know, I would put it out into the public and think, oh my God, I just feel sick about this. You know, who's going to say negative? What's going to happen? And then I look at it. I'm like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. I've never had those thoughts about anything (laughs) you've done. Like I always think. It is very easy in that moment to go, I suck at this. Yeah. I'm no good, you know, and, but you do need to make peace with the fact that, you know, it's not necessarily going to be your best work, but then coming back and having a look now, sometimes I'm like, that actually really wasn't that bad. I don't really know why I was so worried. Yeah. Um, And getting comfortable with, yeah, just diving in and just giving it a shot. That's it. That's right. I just think that's so important and. I'm so grateful for all of your wisdom that you've shared today. I just think, yeah, I love, I think that we'll, um, you know, like if anyone's listening and you are having those, those feelings of self-doubt or, you know, things are overwhelming just to come back to that, you know, as Christy said, stepping back from yourself and sort of analyzing your own self and your own thoughts and thinking, yeah, is this actually true? Like, mm-hmm. I just think that's so profound and just such a simple, helpful tip. So thank you for that. Thank you. Where can we find you? So usually I hang out on Instagram. (laughs) So if anyone wants to come say hello, it's just Christy Pask. It's K-R-I-S-T-Y-P-A-S-K. And then my website is also christypask.com. It's currently in the process of going through just a little bit of a revamp. nothing too exciting but (laughs) just updating you know with where I'm at now and you know the services that I offer and just things like that so super important yeah and you have your own podcast oh I do (laughs) I do indeed how funny (laughs) perfectionism is my podcast so I was very lucky to have you as a guest recently it's so fun um yeah if anyone wants to come over and have a listen I would love that I do speak a lot on there I guess there's a bit of marketing stuff on there but what I find people really love is the mindset stuff as Mm. well so yeah absolutely it's so important it really does feed into everything um and I don't know I think I said to this to someone recently on the podcast is that being in business is just like you're just thrown on this personal development journey that you didn't even know that you were in for. Like no. <laughs> it's just like you just got no choice. You either, either strap in and get ready for the crazy ride and just go with it, or you just get off. Like it's just, absolutely no yeah. happy medium. It's all in and all out, isn't it? Yeah. Oh dear. All right, lovely. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for your time and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. 
If you loved listening to this week's episode, pretty, pretty please click subscribe so that you don't miss any future podcasts. Also, if you have just a minute, please feel free to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. I'd so appreciate it and it will help spread this message further. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week.